Welcome to the Corey Lee Fitness and Leadership Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. My whole goal is to help encourage you and motivate you to get moving and to stay moving. Take some action and be consistent with those actions so you can reach your true potential and be all that God has created you to be. Today, I want to talk to you about the leadership lessons that we can learn from the longest drought in professional sports history. Now, I realize that not every single person listening cares anything about sports, and that is okay. But I don't want you to tune me out because there are some lessons here that we can apply not only to to our leadership, but also to our lives. So I hope you'll hang in here with me. And if you if you can make it all the way to the end, I've got a special offer for you. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, now, I, I said the topic today is the leadership lessons from the longest drought, uh, championship drought in professional sports history. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Chicago Cubs. In 2016, they won the World Series which is professional baseball's championship. The last time before that they had won was 1908. Man, that was a long time. Um, Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a baseball fan, but I'm a huge Chicago Cubs fan as well. I have been since I was about seven or eight years old when I saw Andre Dawson. He was um, an outfielder for the Cubs rob this guy of a home run, and I said, that That right there, that's my team. Now, at the time, I did not realize that uh, the team that I just chose to follow and and say this is my team had a nickname associated with them. And that nickname was the Lovable Losers. Yeah, not cool. Right now, if I would have known (laughs) that they had a nickname associated with Loser, I most likely would not have followed them, but I did, right? And, and I've stuck with them. And in 2016, they won the World Series, which is pretty awesome for all us Cubs fans. But um, it, it, taking a look at them and the, the years that led up to that, I, I noticed some, some lessons that we can learn. And I did not realize some of these lessons until I started studying leadership. So one of the first things that I, I realized was they set a goal. All right. They set a goal, and I, I know we all know that we should have goals and things that we should be pursuing, but they really had a vision of an end goal in mind. They said, we want to be a contender year in and year out, right? We want to be good all every year, right? Not just a one-and-done type thing. So when you know where you want to go, when you have an end goal in mind, you can prioritize your decisions. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I hosted a um, goal-setting seminar, and in that, I shared that every one of us have 24 hours in the day. Every single person. God granted every one of us the same 24 hours in a day. So, how how are some people so much more successful or seem to get so much more done because the biggest excuse when I'm working with clients, when I'm working personal training clients or business coaching or life coaching, there are two excuses, two things that prevent people from reaching their true potential. One of them is their own self-limiting beliefs, but number two is the excuse of time. 
we each have the same 24 hours in a day. So when we know where we want to go, when we have that end goal in mind, it helps us to prioritize our decisions. We can't change the number of hours in the day, but we can choose and make the choices that help us move forward to get to where we want to go, right? <clears throat> now, if I'm looking at the, the Cubs prior to 2016, 2016, they won the World Series, but before that, I mean, it seems like they did not really have a direction. I'm sure they all, um, like every other 30, how many ever teams are in the Major League Baseball, I'm sure every one of them set the same goal to win the World Series, right? I'm, I'm sure they did too. But if I'm looking from the outside in, it looks like they had no set plan, no no direction. They, they were just kind of going with the flow, right? They threw money at these big free agents, even if it cash strapped them for the future. They would trade these promising young stars for that big, shiny um, veteran to come onto their team, even if it didn't really make the big league team any better, right? But how many times do we, looking at us in, in our lives, how many times do we jump at that bright, shiny new opportunity, right? Or that, that uh, good deal or this, that grass is greener over here and we, we go pursue that. Even if it doesn't take us any closer where we want to go, right? That's why it's so important to not only have a goal, but have a clear vision and a clear path of how you want to get there. Yogi Berra, he says, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. So number one, have an end goal in mind. What is something that you want to accomplish? What kind of legacy do you want to leave? What are you passionate about? Have that vision and that whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, have that vision in your mind and that end goal, and it will help guide your decisions through the day. Number two, uh, they made the tough decisions. They knew that it was going to be a process, right? They, they took a step back. They said, this is where we want to go, but they assessed where they were at and said, you know, with our current makeup, it just ain't going to happen. So they had to make those tough, tough decisions. They traded away some of their best players uh, so they can get some of these young, young talent um, that they weren't proven yet, but they were young and they were talented. And they also knew that they were going to be horrible, <laughs> like really bad for three or four years or a short period of time. Uh, and in doing that, they were able to pick up some draft picks, some high draft picks. But they knew that was part of the process. So they invested in the young talent. They really poured their money into their minor league system, their player development, and all those kind of things to, to really set them up for success down the road. So they knew that the big league team wasn't going to be good for a period of time, but they knew that was part of the process. And, and when I'm coaching people, our goal is to help them get from where they currently are to where they want to be. And this is typically a process, right? It, it, it is. It's, it's a process of defining your goals, becoming aware of where you currently are, and determining some immediate action steps. What are some things that you can do right now? So for you in developing your leadership and achieving your true potential, it's going to be a process. It's not going to happen in a day, but it happens daily in our daily action steps. What are you doing? 
What are some actions that we are taking daily to get us to where we want to be? That know that it's part of a process. John Maxwell says leadership happens in a day or happens daily. <laughs> leadership happens daily, not in a day. So focus on some action steps that you can take throughout your day. Uh, number three, they took time to reflect and assess. Right. I, I kind of already mentioned this some, but early on they saw that they definitely weren't in a position to contend year in and year out. They, they just weren't there. Um, but during those bad years, they, they assessed and they measured, not by wins and losses, but based on development. So they used a different assessment tools um, and assessed in a different way. But as, as their young players, they got better, they were developing, and they were starting to, to get better and realize that, you know, I think, I think they're about ready. They saw that now is the time to put the foot on the gas pedal and let's move forward. The young talent was good. They were major league ready. Now let's surround them with some veteran talent. So some veterans that can help them in the clubhouse and on the field that can help mentor them. So uh, I think this is a, a really critical part uh, in, in every one of our lives. Because how are we going to know We've got this end goal in mind, but how in the world are we going to know if we're making progress, if we're not taking the time to step back and assess and reflect on where we currently are? John Maxwell, he talks about um, taking time to reflect allows the lessons to catch up with you, right? Um, it, it, it just helps you to know if you're going down the right path. He also says that if someone's going in the wrong direction, they don't need encouragement to speed up. They need to become aware to turn around, right? So the same with us, taking time out of the day, um, whether that's at the end of the day, at the end of the week, or whenever. I, I tell you, this is one of the biggest things for me. It's been hard uh, to do this, but it's highly important. Some of the things that I've learned in just taking the time to step back and to reflect and, and reflect on those lessons that I've learned um, has really, really helped me. Um, so number four, this one's a good one. I, I really think this is kind of cool what they do. Um, they celebrate the small victories, right? Um, part of their process was they they wanted to update their facilities at Wrigley Field. They wanted to make it a, um, a place that players wanted to come to. Fans wanted to come and experience. It was already a cool place for fans, but it was very outdated. So they wanted to update it. And some of the new new additions that they, they made was they made a celebration room, right? Uh, and they had all these, the, they put in these disco lights and uh, all these party lights. And after every game, after every win, they set aside 30 second or 30 minutes 30 minutes to celebrate that victory they took time to celebrate the victory how many times do we we've got this this goal in mind and uh, we've achieved a a minor thing that's helping us uh, move forward but the, we just shrug it off and keep going we need to celebrate that because it's going to continue to encourage us and motivate us to say hey what i am doing i am making some progress i see that Let's keep going. It'll just continue to help motivate us. Um, one of the other things that they did was was 
even in the losses, they, they allowed them 30 minutes to be mad or sad or angry or whatever. But once that time is up, you know, it, it's time to get over it. It's forget it and let's move on to the next day because the next day is coming right up. So they use those emotions, good and bad. So I want you to celebrate those small victories. Reflect on those wins and your losses. What's what's the lesson that can be learned in this? There's always a lesson there. Failure, I think people try to run from failure, but there's a lesson in that. Um, one of the, the books that I've been reading is The Inner Game of Tennis, and it talks about changing our thought patterns of something being good and something being an experience being good or bad, right? And instead of looking at what's the lesson to be learned here. So if we're sticking with this baseball analogy here, think about you've got a pitcher and you've got a batter. The pitcher, he strikes out the batter. Well, to the pitcher, that's good. To the batter, it's bad. The same experience happened to one person it was good, to one person it was bad. So instead of looking at it from that standpoint, look at it from the flip side of what is the lesson to be learned here. The pitcher, what can I learn from this? What what were some successful action steps that led to me striking this guy out? And the batter, what did I do or what could I learn from this at bat that would help me the next time I face this pitcher, right? It's just a different different uh, point of view there. Uh, I, I think it's pretty cool. Uh, one little quote here. From, this is from the turtle on Kung Fu Panda. If you've got kids, you've watched Kung Fu Panda. This is from, uh, I don't even know his name, Master Shifu or something like that. But uh, <laughs> he said, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. But today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So celebrate those, those gifts in the present. Uh, number five. The process, it never really ends, right? So they won the World Series in 2016. They came just, they they got to the National League Championship Series in 2017, one step away from the World Series yet again. And in 2018, they're still working to make this upcoming year, this upcoming teams even better, right? So what the lesson here is never become fully satisfied maybe you've had some success but don't become satisfied with that success because when you become satisfied you get lazy and you get inactive and you don't do much when you feel like you've arrived you stop growing and you stop developing you know one of the things that i believe is we were all created with unique gifts and talents and abilities that only we possess Right? God created us with these unique gifts. And we are to use those gifts to serve other people. We are here to add value to other people. And one of the ways that we can do that, one of the ways that we can add value to people is by making ourselves more valuable. So when we've become valuable, we've had some success, don't stop growing. Continue to grow. Continue to develop. Don't get satisfied. What are some ways, I want you to think about yourself right now, what are some ways that you can continue to make yourself more valuable? Whether you're a business owner or you, you work for and help someone else, what are some ways that you can make yourself more valuable to your team? What are some of the books that you can, uh, you can read or podcast or um, audio books that you can listen to to encourage you and motivate you? 
Um, maybe who do you need to associate with or who do you need to stop associating with? Maybe you'd benefit from a coach coming alongside of you to help you get past uh, some limiting beliefs or maybe get to that next level or uh, maybe you feel stuck. Maybe a coach can come alongside of you. But I encourage you, never stop growing. Don't become fully satisfied because the process never truly ends until the Lord calls us home, right? Well, those are some of the five leadership lessons that, that I have noticed from the longest drought in professional sports history. I hope today has encouraged you and motivated you to get moving and to stay moving. And as I promised that if you, you hung in here to the end, that I've got a special offer for you. And a special offer for you is there are two things that we do. We do um, uh, performance coaching at CrossFit Whitehorse. Performance coaching, and we do uh, personal training, and then we do performance coaching for life and business. If you will email me at coreypropt at gmail.com and reply, just all you have to do is, is in the subject line hit um, podcast, I will contact you and we will set up two free training sessions where it's personal training, we can do that live or virtual, or a coaching session, and we'll do two free coaching sessions. So, just uh, again, one more time, email coreypropt at gmail.com. That's C-O-R-Y-P-R-O-P-T at gmail.com. Well, thank you. I hope, I hope you guys have a great day, and God bless. And once again, I hope you get moving and stay moving. Thank you.